What's up, Fight Fans? This is episode 121 of the Fight Library, and today's guest is Mikey Gonzalez. Mikey recently had some beef I wrote about on my MMA news, and I'll make sure that's in the comments. But on this podcast episode, we talk about his start in martial arts, his jiu-jitsu, and that beef with Anthony Taylor. Pretty boy, that's what they call him. Uh, this is really a fun episode. The dude comes in, he just he just goes off, and I love it, man. He went in, and it was pretty fun to talk to him. So, uh, before we get into the episode, please drop a sub, drop a review. It's great for the channel. I would greatly appreciate it. Without further ado, Mikey Gonzalez. I'm here with Mikey Gonzalez. Mikey is a 7-1 prospect for Bellator. He just got signed. His first fight canceled due to COVID. Kind of sucks, but Mikey is a monster in the making, and you don't want to miss his fights. Mikey, thanks for joining me, man. How are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, man. This is so, uh, going to be a little, a little interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was about to say. It's going to be pretty fun. So check it out. For my fans who don't know you, how did you get involved in the mixed martial arts? What was that thing that sparked that interest in the sport for you? So I've been doing martial arts since I was a little little boy. My dad, my dad kind of got me into it. My dad was a martial artist, Project Kempo black belt, Taekwondo black belt, traditional style. Um, I kind of just lived on the mat, you know, following him. And I just learned to love it. You know, it's it kind of just became something that was a part of my life. And, uh, you know, I got my black belt in Taekwondo. My dad's uncle was a professional player, so my dad taught me you know, boxing. And, uh, you know, I've always been like a, a really competitive kid. I played football, and uh, I did all the things that, you know, young kids do. And I really liked – I was just always been aggressive and angry, and I just, you know, I gravitated to just one-on-one type of competition, you know, and – when I got out of high school, I found I got into a little bit of trouble, and then I kind of just decided to stay in the gym because I realized I can't be out here, you know. Trying. Your freedom is a lot, you know, so I value my freedom. And, um, you know, I just started doing jiu-jitsu. I fell in love with jiu-jitsu. I got my jiu-jitsu black belt. And, uh, you know, I just, while I was training jiu-jitsu full-time, fights were thrown at me. I, I offered some fights, and I had a lot of success. Um pretty naturally in MMA. And, you know, I just I kind of just came, ran with my, my MMA career. And, uh, I mean, if you look at my highlights in my background, um, I highlighted people with some phenomenal uh, techniques that not a lot of people can do. And the problem with that, though, is that there are a lot of, you know, opponents that, you know, I guess they look at me like I'm very dangerous so they back out. So it's honestly... I've had a, a rougher road establishing and solidifying fights, but, you know, I've managed myself this far. And, uh, you know, it took me a while to get into Bellator, but, you know, I finally have some, some people that, that believe in me. And I was going to do the Bellator May 9th, but the, the COVID, the quarantine kind of fucked yeah. all that up. That, that, that does suck, man. You're, you're looking forward to the Bellator debut. So we're getting to that in a second here. Um, you said you're having trouble getting fights. 
Um, and I find that's a thing in mixed martial arts, whereas, like, boxing, they have professional fighters that are meant to go in there and essentially take an ass-whooping for for up-and-coming stars, you know? Right. Um, you don't have that in MMA. You're having to fight sharks that are supposed to be on your level, you know? They, the matchmakers try and do that. Um, right. That is, do you find that as well? Well, there's a lot of politics involved, like, and you, and I'm sure you've heard of this. And yeah. until you experience it, you know, firsthand, it's really hard to explain because a lot of the politics, it's not spoken. It's just like some unsaid politics, if that makes any sense. You know, it's like I, who's managing you, who you know. Um, I'm not hating on the guys out there that got to do what they got to do, but, like, I've never been, like, fake. I've never been, like, somebody that kisses ass and, you know, like, unfortunately, there are a lot of major camps and big camps, and, and they'll be taking pictures of one another, uh, you know, their training partners, and then they're doing shady shit behind each other's back, you know, and I'm not going to go into detail. I'm not going to put anybody on blast, but I don't, come on. If that's your teammate, you're going to do that? It's just, it's all for show, you know what I mean? So I kind of don't do that. I don't belong to a big camp. I kind of train myself, you know, with my father and my brother and uh, my jiu-jitsu teacher, and then I do train with my, uh, a lot of the competition black belts at, at uh, Coyotera Academy, which is, I think, one of the best jiu-jitsu academies in the world. Um, so that's the team that I pretty much belong to, but it's not an MMA gym. You know, a lot of MMA gyms, it's like a high school, man, and like clicky and drama, and, and unfortunately, in society today, like, a lot of men are not men. As you can see, I'm dealing with one right now, you know. <laughs> it's got a lot more female tendencies than, I mean, to me, it's pathetic, you know. But, I mean, hey, everybody's brought up and, and raised differently, so maybe that has to do with it. But I've, I've never been, I'm not that kind of person, you know. I, I'm a man of my word. If I say something, I'm going to do it. Uh, but uh, back to what you're saying, yeah, the, the politics involved um, in the game, it, it's, frustrating because there are guys that are, you know, they sign up to take dives, and then there are prospects who are facing predominantly the guys that are right there along with them, and then they, you see who, who's a, a batter dude, and, and then the one that wins is usually the one that's being promoted, and then there are guys who are being built. To me, I feel like, this is just my opinion, but I feel like there are three different fighters out there, you know. There are the ones that are getting built, they have good management, maybe they're doing what they got to do. Um, there's the second guy who's just, you know, he uh, he faces adversity and he just proves that he's a badass and he's still there. And then there's the third guy and, it's, you know, he's a fighter and he's a savage dude. He's got balls. He just takes the guy, you know. And then there are a lot of guys in between all those three that don't know their their role and they try to find themselves within one of those three. And that's what I've seen, in my opinion, what, what I can see from it, you know. Right. Uh, but, I mean, I'm going to tell you, like, straight up, like, I, I don't really know the number straight up, but I'm, I think I'm up past 20. I've had over 20 opponents from the beginning of my career till now that have fallen out, you know, which is <laughs> behind the scenes going through. So it's really hard for me to solidify, you know, them. And also, too, I'm not dumb. You know, I'm not going to be the guy to take a dive. And... I'm going to be smart about it. You know what I mean? I actually have intelligence. A lot of mixed martial artists nowadays are just kind of brutes and uh, not too intelligent. They kind of listen to their coach. They just go to the gym. They train. They do what their coach says. Um, 
They have management helping them. I do it all. Pretty much I'm a jack-of-all-trades up until I'm at the level now where, okay, I need to start seeking outside counsel, you know, and uh, looking for people to kind of guide me in a more professional way. So um, let's go Let's go ahead and dive into this drama. Called, um, yeah. So all over, I wrote about it for MyMMANews.com. I'll have it in the, uh, the bio for everybody who wants to check it out uh, with airs. Um, you and Anthony Pretty Boy Taylor have been going at it on social media. Anthony wanted 8K to fight you. Somehow yeah. you're like, you know what, uh, I don't need Bellator's money. I'm going to get 8K myself, and we're going to fight. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So He's dodging. Uh, Hit me with yeah, it. Yeah, he's dodging. He's dodging, man. So so he was offered the fight in April for the May 9th card, or maybe, maybe March. March or April, or, you know, around the time where – Fights are starting to be set up for the May 9th card. And, uh, you know, my management working with Bellator and, uh, you know, they're just putting up prospects. He was mentioned. They offered him the fight. Um, I'm not going to put his team on blast or anything like that, but it basically was decided that I'm a welterweight and he's a lightweight. So it wasn't. He wasn't offered. Well, I'm a small light. Uh, I'm a small welterweight. I walk around like like right now. I'm 170. Um, so we 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 uh, that was he was approached because he fought Chris Avila at 160. So I feel like okay, he's a bigger 55er. You know, he fought at catchweight. Not many guys do fight at catchweight. He's willing to fight at catchweight. He was offered to me. I took it right away. Whatever the game, I took it. And then they he came back or his team came back with no, I'm too big. So, okay, it was water, and we were scored away. Well, I was recently tagged in one of his posts. Somebody let me know that he was calling out a welterweight from the U.K., uh, Aaron Chalmers. Yeah. So that kind of was like, wait, hold up. Like, you just finished telling me two months ago for the May 9th card you didn't want to fight me because I'm a welterweight. And not only that, but, like, I'm a smaller welterweight. Aaron Chalmers is six one. I looked up the stats just to maybe you know maybe he's a lightweight competing at welterweight. Well, he's a six one welterweight. He's a bigger guy. So I'm like, wait, yeah. why is he calling out this dude? But then he denied me, and I'm a welterweight. That doesn't even make sense. So of course I'm gonna be fucking irritated because I would rather fight him. He's on a five fight win streak. He has more of a name than the dude that they matched me up with that actually took the fight in May. I'm trying to get to the next level, you know, and. Right. uh he didn't give me that opportunity. So, of course, I went on his page, and I told him if Aaron Chalmers don't take the fight, I'll be more than happy to whoop him. And then this That's is where he made his first yeah, on his Instagram. And this is where he made his first mistake. He just he just disrespected me. Uh, he was talking a little shit, and uh, I was like, okay, well, you, you can't you ain't gonna talk shit to me first of all. You know, he's mentioned. He's mentioned already through all this. You can go on the on the link in the article. I'm pretty sure you saw it, and it, it pretty it got pretty crazy. He didn't talk shit back and forth, but it gets to a point to where he goes, you know, I may not offer me enough money. Mikey sends me videos. I'll be I'll, I'll be more than happy to fight you. It's just, you know, I made seven thousand my last fight. Well, if he made seven thousand his last fight, that means he probably made three to show and three to win, and probably a thousand off ticket sales. That's what I'm assuming. Um, you know, he beat Avila. So I was like, all right. And then he goes, you get your peoples to put up 8K and we have a fight. So I was like, bet. <laughs> I pull up the 8,000 
I pulled the 8000 out. I did the video. I flashed it out with all the fucking fresh $100 bills. And I'm like, what's up? I, I basically pulled this card. I, Put your money where your mouth is. Let's go. I got it right here. You, he puts up his eight. I put up my eight. Winner take all. That's $16,000. Why wouldn't you even want to take the risk of fighting? Why wouldn't you do that? I'll take an ass with trying to fight for 16. Uh-huh. Like, if he's going to beat my ass, fuck it. I'm, hey, I'm a man of my word. I'll shake his hand. And, but he, I called his bluff. And now since I did that and he's running like this, I have to let the world know what kind of dude this is. I mean... I don't think anybody should want to affiliate themselves with a guy like this. You know what I mean? Like, right. he should be embarrassed of himself. You're going to say that, put up the AK. Why wouldn't you want to try to fight for 16000 Like, that's more than he made his last fight. Right. That's like double. So, and then, he just, you know, he mentioned my mom. He talked shit about my mom. And, like, I Ooh. think real men out there know that there's, like, a, a code you should follow. You know, you don't right. mention children or moms in the situation, and uh, he kind of crossed the line. So I, I really hope that I get this fight because I would like to beat his ass professionally. I do not want to catch him slipping, you know, because then I'm going to have to, you know, I don't want him to cop snitch, you know. I'm not trying to do – I just want to do it professionally and embarrass him, you know, and, that, and that's really what I want to do, man. I want him to grow a pair, sign the contract, and take this L because I'm going to whoop this dude, like – he doesn't even know. Well, he probably does know. Probably doesn't even know. Yeah, so that's the whole gist of the situation, man. It's, it's uh, I called his bluff, and, you know, he's a troll. He's basically trolling. It's like, dude, I don't get him. You know, you're a fighter, right? I think he's playing the whole actor-model thing, you know. I think he's using the fight platform to kind of build his little portfolio of whatever the fuck he thinks he's doing. I don't know what he's doing, you know. <laughs> But uh, I, I, yeah, I talked to I talked to a bare knuckle boxer once. His name is Chris Saro. Chris uh, yeah. had a, had, a, had a crazy knockout at BKFC, the last card they had. And oh, he told me nice. one thing. He's like, I don't fight in bars anymore because they don't pay me to do it. Right. I only I only get paid to give out ass whoopings now. If I'm right, if, right. if I'm not getting paid, I'm not whooping your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean that's the smartest thing to do, you know. Like, and don't get me wrong, like. I really want to whoop this dude's ass regardless of where the fuck he's at. But it would be nice to just do it televised in a professional setting because I'm not trying to stoop to that level no more. You know, I've grown up, but he's mentioning things that he's pulling the old mic out, and that's not a good thing, you know. I'm trying to stay <laughs> away from that guy, you know what I mean? I'm trying to be more professional and more mature and set better example to the youngsters out there, you know. But, got to make it, bro. they got to make it. He's really trying to. He's really testing me, man. You know, I haven't been, I haven't been this hot on trying to whoop a man's ass in a minute. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I really hope he signs up and uh, he is who he says he is. You know? Awesome. My I appreciate you coming and, and, on, man. And it's and it's building hype. You know, I think Bellator's is the hype and the buzz it's creating is kind of shocking to a lot of people. A lot of people want to see this. You know? Oh, I want to see a lot of people. Yeah, I know like a lot of people want to think, man. It's it's good. Uh, it's good entertainment, man. Really, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you getting me on the show and kind of allowing me to tell the the timeline of events. You know, I I asked Anthony to come on here for a uh, press conference type thing. I kind of want to get into yeah. that, and he didn't want to come, so that's all good, man. Where can everybody yeah, no, find you on social media, man? 
Uh, just uh, Instagram is Mikey Rolls, M-I-K-E-Y-R-O-L-L-S, and uh, Facebook just type up Mikey Rolls. And you know, it, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, a cocky. I probably come across cocky right now because I have a problem with this guy. But I'm not a cocky dude. I'm very humble. I'm a martial artist. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a fighter. I'm not in in this game to disrespect anybody. But when somebody disrespects me, you know, you're gonna pull the dog out of me. And, and he, he just happened to get that. Uh, facet of my character, you know. So, you know, just I just want you know for your viewers, I don't want them to get the, the wrong image of who I am. You know, I'm actually a traditional martial artist. You know, I have a lot of respect for everything I do, but he fucked up. You know, this guy. Hey, it's for honor, it. bro. It's it's honor, and and, and there's a yeah. character that I get it, bro. I get yeah, it exactly. Samurai shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, my man. Well, look, we're gonna keep in touch for sure. I got you locked right in on. my phone. Um, I'm looking forward to your next fight big time. Right on. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, bro. All right, Mikey. Take it easy. Have, yep. Have a blessed night. You too. Later. Thanks to everyone who listened to this episode, and thanks to Mikey for joining us. Please get at him on social media. It really helps these guys out. They deserve it. Sponsorships and all that all rely on that. Uh, special shout-out to Dave Madden and Eric Kowal also for hooking me up with Mikey. I really appreciate it. It was really fun to uh, be a little bit of a part of this beef. A little message from our sponsors, and we'll be back with the end of the episode later. Thanks again to everyone who listened to this episode. Please drop a sub and a review on your podcast um, app. It is great for the channel. You can also follow us on social media, Blaine Henry TFL and Fight Library underscore on Twitter. Instagram, you can follow us at Fight Library News for all, everything except for boxing, which is TFL Boxing. YouTube, The Fight Library. Facebook, The Fight Library. And The Fight Library Boxing. Twitch, Fight Library. Also, check out the website, fight-library.com, where we post more than just what you hear here. Um, We have interviews from everywhere around the world in many different languages, so you can get the best martial arts in the world. Also, don't forget to check out Swampstank, the best band in the world. Their new EP is out. They graduated from a single to EP. Their new EP, Swampstank, self-titled, is out on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to music. Anyways, thank you all for listening. I'm out. Later. Ah!